You're listening to the Right Ordered Life Podcast, episode number seven. The energy crisis isn't just economic, it's personal. So many working mamas are mentally and physically exhausted by 7 p.m. Yep, I've gone to bed at 7 p.m. quite a few times this year. But hang in there, my friend, there's hope. Today, I'm pulling back the curtains on the number one way to boost your energy level at the end of the day so you can spend quality time with your husband and kids or have some you time. That's coming up. I'm Stacy Santiago, and I'm here because I see you. If you're hearing my voice right now, chances are you're disappointed, grumpy, and honestly sick and tired of not having the time and energy to do it all. Here's the deal. I know that most days it feels too hard to be a good mom who successfully keeps her family and job going. It's normal to feel this way. I've been exactly where you are. As a board-certified coach and licensed professional counselor, I've helped hundreds of clients connect with God, be happy at home, and do meaningful work without running out of time or energy. When you tune in each week, you're going to learn proven tools to live a right-ordered life of faith, family, and purpose that you want to wake up to each day. I'm a type A, very driven kind of person, but I've never been a go-go type of girl. I admire my friends who seem to thrive on extroverted activities all the day long, but that's not me. I'm naturally a sleepy kind of girl. I need eight to nine hours at night and I love a good nap. When I try to power through the day, constantly engaged mentally, socially, and physically, I crash and burn. And I've always had a lot on my plate. A few years back, I remember a friend said to me, Stacy, if I did everything you do, I would have broken a long time ago. So it's always been this art of balancing, a give and take harmony for me as I get amped up to create, learn, and serve, but I also retreat into this simplicity and rest my system needs. Can you relate? If you do, you're probably thinking, okay, Stacy. so how do I do it all and still have energy? Great question. Somewhere along life's journey, most of us came to live with a belief that work is draining, life is exhausting, or being a mom is tiring, and it starts to beat in our heads like a mantra. We now expect to be wiped out and ready to flop onto the couch or bed and mentally disconnect at the end of the day. We're just always tired and have come to accept it is what it is. But how's that working out for you? Is this what you dreamed your life would be like? I don't think this has to be true. I believe we can still have energy and feel good at the end of a typical day. And I believe the key to achieving this is our thoughts and choices. But first, let's understand the answer to this question. Why do we feel so drained? We feel so drained because we're making the mistake of living a have-to life. We see the middle class and upper middle class pattern of life that's modeled to us and think, that's the way. Little do we know that we walk ourselves right into the trap of seeding our lives with so many have-tos that this model of life can take more away from us than it gives us. Okay, so have-tos. What do I mean by that? 
it's the have to have. I have to have a nice house, a 150K plus paying job, comfortable lifestyle, annual vacations, all the tech and subscription services, kids involved in 10 different activities. We become have to managers of life instead of participants enjoying God's journey with childlike faith. When was the last time you chilled out? Last time you felt calm with plenty of time to rest. Look, it's not that having these things is bad, but left unchecked, the have-tos keep accruing until they take over like weeds in the garden and steal your energy. And you're not alone. I've made this mistake. I still vacillate between manager mode with a full plate versus steward and child. I bet you know the manager mode quite well. It's the go, 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 do, do, do. And the steward and the child rely on God, are playful and tuned into the beingness of people and blessings of life over the doing. The nights when I wake up at 3 a.m. and can't sleep tell me that my mind is offering me hyper-manager thoughts, and I'm letting those thoughts create overwhelm. So many to-dos and random scenarios pop up in my head over and over like whack-a-mole. I've got to catch myself and return to a place where my thoughts and choices give me control over my energy levels. Do you ever feel like you're playing whack-a-mole with your endless thoughts and can't turn them off? Yes. Getting stuck in a lifestyle that drains you is not your fault. Like me, you probably fell into it along the way. You saw what your parents did, what your friends are doing, what the church and school communities are doing. And as you got sucked up into this model of the have-to life, things got a little out of hand. You were never taught how to slow it down, how to set guardrails to protect your peace, how to generate energy and allocate it to your highest values in harmony. I know I was never taught how to create and manage my energy or how to balance my life. I never heard that anywhere. Ultimately, we keep going along with it because we crave approval and acceptance and comfort. If we color inside the lines like everybody else, we're safe. We're on the safe, prescribed road to happiness. We blend in, no risk of criticism or rejection from the peanut gallery. And we pat ourselves on the back for being busy, providing a good life for our kids. But if you keep doing it the same way, what happens when you hit burnout? You might already be there. What happens as you sleep less and less while your cortisol levels and weight creep up and up? Imagine one year from now when the only time you can remember feeling energized was on vacation at the beach. And even then, it took you the first half of the trip to decompress and relax. If nothing changes, what kind of life will your kids build? Will you just keep showing them the daily crash of mental and physical energy that breaks down health, marriage, and relationships? I've had clients say to me, Stacy, I hate seeing my son struggle in school, but I don't have the bandwidth to help him. I get it. There's a lot at stake here. So let's shift this and free up some energy for you during your day and at the end of it. Full disclosure here, there are many other things that work together to 10x having and maintaining your energy. Things like meeting basic needs, time spent in 
what I call your genius zone, that space where you're doing what you love and you're good at it. There's self-care, handling negative emotion, navigating difficult relationships, and making choices. So there's a lot of other pieces to this, and to cover all of them and make sure that you can put them to work, I'd have to do about 10 more episodes on this topic. So today, for the sake of maximum value and not overstuffing your brain with hours of content, I'm going to give you the number one key to energy. First, let me ask, what has the greatest influence on your energy? What do you think it is? Well, it's actually your thoughts. And think about this. Throughout your day, what are you focusing on? What do you repeat over and over in your mind? What emotions are those thoughts creating? For example, you might keep thinking, this sucks. I'm so tired. Or you might be complaining in your head about your spouse, wishing things were easier, wishing you had more help, worrying about doing unpleasant tasks. I've seen this in my child. One of my sons gets in these funks and walks around thinking, I'm bored. This isn't fair. I never get what I want. I shouldn't have to do this. People are always taking my stuff. And as a natural consequence of having these thoughts, how do you think he feels? He's not holly jolly, I'll tell you that. He's tired, sad, frustrated, and probably feels lonely. So what's the better way? You need to up your gratitude and prayer ratio. Make this gratitude and prayer greater than the sucky thoughts and the stories that drain you. Statistically, 80% of the average human's thoughts are negative. What's your ratio? If you're above 50% negative, it makes sense that you're dealing with a lot of negative emotion during the day, which drains you. You know what else lifts your thoughts back to the positive? Thinking of Jesus, who he is, his life, teachings, miracles, his tsunami of love for you. Just think about this. In the Bible, it says, do not be afraid over 300 times. Philippians chapter four, six through seven says, be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. There are so many powerful verses and simple thoughts about God that will shift you lighter and brighter. Shifting your thoughts is like going to the gym. If you go once a week for 30 minutes, you won't see any results. If you go every day for an hour, you'll build strength and endurance. Now, I'm not saying that you need to meditate, journal, and do all this stuff for hours or more a day, but it is absolutely worth the effort on the front end to train your mind to get it to the point where your mind can automatically go into gratitude. Most of my clients like my cork analogy, so let me share it with you too. Imagine a bathtub filled with water. Imagine a cork peacefully bobbing on the calm waters below the faucet. Now, if you think negative thoughts and generate negative emotions, it's like the bathtub faucet turns on full force, pushing your cork under the water. 
that cork is taking a beating from this force of water. But if you're able to steady your thoughts and fairly quickly shift the negative ones that do pop up, the water from the faucet still turns on, but you shut it off and your cork bobs peacefully back up to the surface. Does that make sense? There are many ways to build your thought and energy muscle. I show my clients how to make a really cool toolbox of creative, tangible tools they can go to anytime for an energy boost or thought reset. We make it easy and we go step-by-step in my program, The Right Ordered Life. You can check out more info at stacysantiago.com. Let's also look at one thing you can start doing differently right now. Remember how I said we got stuck in the have-to life? I'm going to challenge you here. You up to that? I challenge you to make a list of all the things you feel like you have to do right now. Just let it all out. Work, family, home management, everything big and small. Then go back through the list and cross off the things that you don't really have to do. Either it's not necessary for survival, maybe someone else can do it, or it just doesn't matter that much. Now, keep in mind that you'll only be able to cross things off if you choose the belief that you don't have to do everything you're doing right now. If you don't believe that, you're not going to cross off anything. And what we're doing here is moving into free thinking, problem solving. So let me give you an example. Let's say you wanted to lose weight. To fully brainstorm and make a comprehensive list of all the possible ways to lose weight, you've got to say to yourself, no BS. What are all the ways a person can lose weight? All sorts of things should pop up from your imagination. So for example, you could pay your friend to put you on a boat and take you out to international waters where she can't sue you. Then have her lock you in a cage and feed you chicken and broccoli twice a day for a month. Would you lose weight? Sure would. Is it feasible? Nah. But the point is, this strategy takes you beyond the, no, I can't, nothing works, I can't cross F anything. That's the old mindset. Make sense? So go try that. I bet you'll feel lighter and lighter and lighter as you cross things off that list. And don't worry, you can always add maybe one or two things back later to keep the peace in your marriage. These approaches to having more energy are counterintuitive. And that's really why they work. Less is more. I love how author Greg McKeown calls it the disciplined pursuit of less. Less have-tos equals more space and less mental intensity. That means more energy. Okay, so less have-tos equals more space, less mental intensity, and that means more energy. Choosing better thoughts to generate energy? This approach is counterintuitive as well because managing your thoughts is not tangible. We automatically wanna go to taking stuff off our to-do list or doing relaxing things, like I'm just gonna go to sleep. And you know this can help, but the real power is in realizing that thoughts create emotion, which is energy. What you think throughout the day determines your emotional experience, which either creates or drains energy. 
Let me give you some examples. I design my days to be simple. My kids, they don't do more than one activity each at a time. I meal plan once a week. I have groceries delivered. I cook dinner four times a week. We've got a routine. Sundays are church and family rest at home. I manage my thoughts, nurture my faith, do self-care. I make a mental gratitude list and have a, a prayer first thing in the morning. I journal. I have deeper daily prayer. Go to mass, a massage, walk with a friend, things like that. And honestly, now that I've built my thought muscle, I think positive, or at least neutral thoughts, and live in a positive emotional home for 75, 80% of my day. Let me give you some more examples. So Janelle, and you may have heard me mention her before because she's awesome. She was so drained working on a business of hers that she felt she had to make work. And when we came up with the Joy for Janelle project for her, she shifted way more of her thoughts to creativity, freedom, and discovering new little joys each day. My client Cameron, he felt he had to always put out the fires at work. He'd be answering emails at night. He'd be at the office on the weekend. But, you know, we had to tell him that, no, that's not the way to do it. It's stealing your energy in your life. So Cameron was able to dial back. Remember the goal here with dialing back is to slide down the scale of a maximum of 10, slide it down to about a seven. And it was interesting when he worked less and had more energy for his family, for his life, Cameron got promoted. And Mary, Mary was my client who was a teacher who was so exhausted giving her best to her students all day that her kids asked her why she loved her students more than them. Ah, uh, that hurts a mama's heart. Mary had a full-on transformation through this work we did together. She was able to set boundaries, build confidence, set priorities, and spend much more quality, happy time with her family. So that's why you want to stop following the have-to life and train your mind to shift to more positive thoughts so you can still have energy at the end of the day. All right, my friend, you are all set to start shifting into more positive thoughts that boost your energy today. You are not trapped in the have-to life. There are many ways to generate energy and still have it by the end of the day. We just talked about the most important way, managing your thoughts. Want to set up the other energy-boosting methods I mentioned, like spending time in your genius zone, handling negative emotion, navigating difficult relationships? That's exactly what I show you how to do step-by-step step in my program, The Right Ordered Life. If you know you're ready for an energy makeover that knocks the socks off people, then let's talk. I'll listen, provide insight, and help you find the best path forward. Go to Stacey Santiago and click the button at the top right or click the link in the show notes and grab a time that works for you. And by the way, if you've ever got a question, anything that you'd like to share with me, I love feedback, questions. I'm a real human. I respond personally on Facebook or anywhere you can find me at Stacy Santiago and send me a DM. I always look forward to hearing from listeners like you. So I look forward to seeing your name in my DMs soon. Coming up next week on the show, we're talking about how to go from a stressful life to simple. If you're anything like me, you're often tormented by the never-ending tasks, thinking, I don't want to do all this. 
You're not lazy, you're just overwhelmed and ready for a simpler, lighter way to do life. That's what's coming up next week. So go share the show with your friends, let them know that's coming up next week and invite them to tune in with you and learn how to connect with God, be happy at home and do meaningful work. I'll see you back here next week, my friend. Until then, celebrate that you are one step closer to living your right ordered life.